It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Locked On Podcast Network presents Locked On Sports Today. Where will DeAndre Hopkins be catching passes this upcoming season? Also, is this the year the Angels go all in with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout? And there's only one thing that has limited Nikola Jokic in these playoffs. Follow the sun, Holy Spirit. Amen. I'm Peter Bukowski, starting your day with the can't-miss stories and biggest debates in sports. You're locked on sports today. Searching all major sports. Found. Let's start with the biggest story. This episode is brought to you by FanDuel Sportsbook, official sportsbook of Locked On. Make every moment more. Visit FanDuel.com slash Locked On today to get started. After weeks of speculating about a DeAndre Hopkins trade, the Arizona Cardinals decided eh, he's someone else's problem now. Aside, of course, from the millions of dead cap that is now accelerated to uh, their books. Uh, Alex Clancy from Locked On Cardinals and one of our Locked On NFL hosts joins me now. Alex, let's start there. Why did why did Arizona decide cutting him was the best option here? I mean, it's a couple reasons. One was forced and the other was kind of unexpected. I mean, if you ask Monty Austin for new GM, uh, if you would go back six weeks, two months ago to being offered a third round pick is what the rumblings were that he was being offered. Would you trade? a third round pick for him? Probably. But I mean, I feel like with what happened with Brandon Cooks, how the bottom just fell out of the trade market for wide receivers, that wasn't necessarily expected. So holding on to him, I thought that they, there was a chance that they could extend it. But when you look at it, being able, as you mentioned, to accelerate the 22 million in change in dead cap just to 2023. So it'll officially be off the books for 2024. Ladies and gentlemen, this is what we call rock bottom hard reset. And unfortunately, uncomfortable decisions are going to have to be made, just like letting a top 10 wide receiver when healthy walk right out the front door. Luckily in Phoenix, they have some beautiful rocks. So, you know, maybe it's a nice rock bottom. There for We're the used moment. to it. Yeah, exactly. Um, so as you look forward here, I think there are two big questions. What makes the most sense for DeAndre Hopkins? And then what is potentially a different question where does he want to go? I want you to answer the first one. Which, What do you think is the best landing spot for Nuke? I mean, personally, I think it'd be fantastic with the Chargers because mm. he'll actually get run. I mean, I know the Kansas City. I know Buffalo. Listen, there's something wrong in Buffalo. We don't know what it is, but things just after that 14 second or whatever it was drive to kick a yeah. field to go to go to overtime against Kansas City, that was backbreaking. The Chiefs have a dollar to spend. I know that, you know, that would be ideal, and I'm sure they can restructure things to get him in there. They don't have a wide receiver one, but for me, there are two. I think it's Cleveland, and I think it's the Chargers. I mean, Deshaun Watson and um, DeAndre Hopkins were never the problem in Houston. It was, aside from the off-the-field stuff, obviously, with Deshaun Watson, but I feel like him with Amari Cooper would be would be great in Cleveland. But the Chargers, for me, because I think Justin Herbert – is a dark horse for best quarterback in the NFL or, or, or could on the trajectory to be. Speaking of dark horses, can I throw one name out at you? 
Sure. And and this is the question, I think, because DeAndre Hopkins, you know this better than than most, has a reputation. Yeah, maybe not. Maybe maybe won't always practice. Mm. Uh, maybe won't always do some of those things that you want a veteran to do. What about a situation like Detroit, where they do not have that bucket getter, X backside X receiver who can just go and win for a team that is is pretty ready to compete in the NFC? Yeah, you know, I don't know if you know this about me, Peter Bukowski, but I'm a Jared Goff truther mm. through and through. I feel like he wasn't cool enough for Sean McVay. I feel like Sean McVay didn't let him, you know, blend into his system. I feel like Jared Goff could do everything that Matthew Stafford did when they won that Super Bowl. Because remember, they were a cover zero away from giving up one of the biggest leads in, in, in playoff history. You can thank Todd Bowles. You probably should give him a ring uh, for what you did. And then obviously what happened with Green Bay. <laughs> I think Detroit would be great. And with the Cardinals, I've mentioned multiple times on the podcast that the Cardinals should be kind of mirroring what the Lions have done, culture, infrastructure, you know, just excitement-wise around that organization. Because there are very few teams that are more dysfunctional in the history of time than the Cardinals, and the Lions are one of them. And now they're one of the most fun teams to watch in football. Win-loss didn't matter for the last what, like 20-plus games? I mean, towards the tail end of last year, it did, even though the defense was awful. I think he'd be a great fit in there. Could teach the young cats how to how to do it. They got a lot of speed there. He's never been fast. So I feel like it, it could be a mix there as well. But, I mean, for me, like, what do you think about this? I think he could totally Darrell Revis this. Just be a hired gun. 10 mil a year, I get his money, and go, go, go. He is going to play till he's 35 if his body can hold up. And he is a red zone machine. He catches everything, Peter. So, like, if he goes one year, eight mil to Indy this year, and then goes two year, 14 mil with nine or 10 mil guaranteed to a contender next year, I could definitely see that also. Stay up to date all year on the Arizona Cardinals by subscribing to Locked On Sports today and Locked On Cardinals on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Coming up, is it a foregone conclusion that Shohei Otani is playing his last season with the Angels or could they go all in to try and win now and keep him? Before we answer that, Monty Williams will be leading a new team and for a lot of money. Make a fast break to FanDuel during the NBA Finals because right now new customers get a no-sweat first bet up to $2,500. That's $2,500 back in bonus bets if your first bet doesn't win. Just go to FanDuel.com slash on to sign up today and claim that no-sweat first bet. Then you can wager on everything from the money line to point spreads to who will lead the NBA Finals in threes drained. FanDuel likes Jamal Murray to lead the finals in trays. They have him at minus 145 to do so. Michael Porter Jr. is the only other player with better than 12 to 1 odds at plus 240. Gabe Vincent is 12 to 1 to lead the series in threes. And Caleb Martin is 13 to 1. Jimmy Butler and Nikola Jokic both 200 to 1 odds. I like those heat shooters odds in there that's a nice one don't miss your shot a no sweat first bet up to $2,500 when you join FanDuel today just go to FanDuel.com slash locked on to sign up make every moment more with FanDuel an official sports betting partner of the NBA if you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason look no further than the locked on NFL scouting podcast Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. 
If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. Now, here's what you need to be locked on today. The Detroit Pistons are hiring Monty Williams to be their next head coach. The deal is for an astronomical $78.5 million. It is the largest coaching deal in NBA history, according to a report from ESPN. Williams was fired by the Phoenix Suns earlier in May after four seasons as their head coach and a trip to the finals. The move came after the Suns were eliminated by, speaking of the finals, the Denver Nuggets in the Western Conference semifinals. Williams has a tall task in front of him. The Pistons have gone seven straight seasons without finishing over 500. Their last winning season was in 2015-2016. Williams, who won NBA Coach of the Year in 2021, was 194 and 115 in the regular season and 27 and 19 in the playoffs for Phoenix. The Heat have heard it all this postseason from being the eighth seed to facing players who will go down as all-time greats. Most have doubted Miami's ability to advance. Now they're wondering if the Heat can handle the altitude. Eric Spolstra has no qualms about that. We're not even getting into any of that stuff. Uh, Our guys are in great shape. They're ready to compete. Uh, If uh, Denver wants to tip this thing off at the top of uh, Everest, we'll do that. Um, This thing is going to be decided between the four lines. Uh, You know, they also got to come back to Miami if we want to make it about that. We'll turn off the air conditioning. They got to play in uh, 90 degree uh, humidity. The Nuggets are in their first finals ever is all the media attention distracting michael malone isn't worried you you have an option to look at it as a distraction or look at it as a part of the process you know and this is the nba finals doesn't get any bigger than this so we got our working upstairs in the uh the friendly confines of our practice court and behind closed doors and then we come downstairs and we do our part and, and make ourselves available and, uh, you know, I'm, down, I'm just following the lead of Nick O'Hare and the NBA, doing what they tell me to do and answering the same questions for the third day in a row. But, but, but I love it and I got a smile on my face. And on the diamond, is it desperate times for the Philadelphia Phillies? <sighs> the Phillies lose again. At least they scored, but they only scored once. Connor Thomas, your host of Locked On Phillies, the Phillies. Finish, what, over 6, over 7 with runners in scoring position? I don't know. I mean, the offense has been non-existent in these two games against the Mets. They had opportunities tonight against Carrasco and just couldn't come through. They just don't hit consistently enough, and every time they do score, whoever's pitching gives up a run right back. I mean, Aaron Nola, you look at the stat line tonight and you say, okay, it wasn't awful, but the moments that he gave up big hits and a home run were just, I mean, you can't do that. You give up all momentum. I don't know what to make of this team, but they're not good right now. They're not good at all right now, and they got to pull out of it soon. We'll talk more on the next episode of Locked on Phillies. Here is another story you need to know. It's become an annual tradition. Shohei Otani does Shohei Otani things. Mike Trout does Mike Trout things. Sometimes in the same game, the other day they both homered in the same game, a reminder of just how incredible 
these two players are maybe the two best players in baseball, if not two of the best, what, three or four. And yet they sit uh, third place in the West. So why? John Frisch from Locked On Angels joins me now. And John, I think as as Shohei Otani inches closer to what will be, I think, a pretty remarkable market for his services if and when that takes shape. Um, at, at what point do the Angels go, what, what are we doing here not being able to win games with these two incandescent talents? Well, it's a, it's been an interesting month because I, I, <laughs> I got some heat the other day. I tweeted from our show and I said, you know, Mike Trout and Shohei Otani really owe it to Mike Trout and Shohei Otani to get Mike Trout and Shohei Otani <laughs> to the playoffs. Because you know the joke. It's the Angels owe it to those guys and whatnot. Yeah. But man, uh, if, if you look at the stats, you're going to find really good Mike Trout stats and you're going to find really good Shohei Otani stats. Obviously, you know, he's one of the top pitchers in the league and he's got the most home runs on the team right now. But man, in the month of May, those two really, really struggled. And it became a nightly discussion on Angel's Twitter about, you know, can we criticize? Can we not criticize? Because how could you criticize the two best players in baseball? Right. But when you have runners in scoring position and the game's on the line, Peter, I'll take I'll take a one for four Shohei Otani night over a three for four hundred three for whatever, like three for six night from Shohei Otani, if it means that his one for four night was uh, impactful, if it was something that changed the outcome of the game. And and normally those guys do that. Normally you can expect great things. They did it on Wednesday against the White Sox. Trout hits a two-run home run. Shohei has two two-run two home runs in this one. And, and so they're getting back to where I think that they can be. But man, for the last month, it's been a struggle where these guys – just haven't delivered in the big moment. But I will have to say, the Angels have been able to keep their head above the water without yeah. the best version of Shohei Otani and Mike Trout and even Anthony Rendon. Look, I know he's getting paid $36 million to not play very many games. But when he's in the lineup, he is a game changer. And when it comes to runners in scoring position, as I was just talking about, Rendon's the guy who really delivers in that. So I think the fact that the Angels are above 500 in the months of April and May, I think better things are to come for this team as we get into the dog days of summer. Well, and it's going to have to be. It is interesting as we look at Shohei because if you're going to pick a player to buttress Mike Trout with, it's great to have a player who's really two players, right? Because he's mm -hmm. one player in the lineup and he's one player in your rotation, and he is, by the way, the best pitcher in the rotation. He's got a 2.91 right. ERA. He's got a, a whip under one. And so he also leads a team, as you mentioned, in homers, extra base hits. Um, RBIs. And so <laughs> it's it's one of those things where you're like, okay, he's really two players for this team. If anything, it is, I think, a, a doubling down of the call to buttress both of those guys mm -hmm. with other talent on the team. So I think that leads us to, I know it's early in the season still, these questions about um, future can lead teams to make sort of desperate decisions. Mm -hmm. Is this the year to make, you know, that capital T deadline move for the Angels? This is the best position they've been in to at least get a wild card spot since 2015. They came right down to the end of the season 
getting into the playoffs and and they were outdone by Texas, I believe, in 2015. Mm. And and this is the year to do it. This is the year to go out and trade for the missing pieces that you need before or near the deadline. And I think that this is the year to do it, especially in Shohei Otani's last guaranteed year as an angel. I mean, if you don't push all your chips in while you still have this guy on your team, because you don't know if you're going to be able to re-sign him. You don't know if you're going to be able to bring him back, but nobody really knows what Shohei is going to do except for Shohei. And so to me as an Angel fan, I want to see this team go all in, even if it comes at the cost of maybe a few of the pieces that we're excited about, some of the recent draft pieces that Perry Manassian has got. I think the Angels need to go out and figure out, all right, where are we lacking? Where can we use more help and and take it from there? Because again, this is the year to go all in with Shohei Otani and Mike Trout. Stay up to date all year on the LA Angels by subscribing to Locked On Sports Today and Locked On Angels on your favorite podcast app and on YouTube. Coming up, only one thing has slowed down Nikola Jokic in these playoffs. We'll tell you what it is. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. You can't stop him. You can barely hope to contain him. Nikola Jokic is the very definition of an unstoppable force. As Matt Moore lays it out for Wes Goldberg, only one thing has stopped Nikola Jokic. Um, what has been sort of the, the, the strategy, the curveball, the whatever that has limited Nikola Jokic the most, the most effectively in these playoffs so far that you've seen? Prayer. Um, <laughs> the end. Of, no, I got one. The end of the game. That has stopped him. When the buzzer sounds, then he doesn't score anymore. And lately, the only other thing that has stopped Nikola Jokic is highly aggressive MVP campaigns. The only reason that Nikola Jokic did not win his third straight MVP is because Joel Embiid lobbied for it, agitated for it, complained that if he didn't get it, it would be because no one liked him and because the Nuggets had the one seed so wrapped up because Jokic had been so good all season that they coasted the last month of the year. Nikola Jokic threw away the MVP because he knew this moment was more important. The only thing that stopped Nikola Jokic this season really is apathy. Or in the case of the MVP boat, maybe a little boredom that he's just been this great for this long. And a title is going to put a stamp on that greatness. And finally... Major League Baseball's desire to turn the failure of the regional sports network model into an opportunity to nationalize a streaming package with all 30 teams hinges on the willingness of all 30 teams to participate. And as one high-ranking official for a large market team said, without us, there's nobody buying the package. The New York Yankees, Boston Red Sox, New York Mets, Chicago Cubs, and LA Dodgers either own their RSNs or receive massive annual payments for them. And as Major League Baseball surveys its options going forward, it's aware that a handful of teams 
hold a disproportionate amount of power. It's possible that in making the game more accessible to every fan, Major League Baseball will just be making the rich teams even richer. This comes on the heels of Major League Baseball essentially acquiring the rights to show Padres games that apparently is going to require multiple subscriptions for people to actually watch. As is always the case, it's all about the money. Thanks for making Locked On Sports today your first listen. Now go find your favorite team's Locked On podcast and make them your second listen. Coming up tomorrow, who will win game one of the NBA Finals? We'll know and we'll bring it all to you. So at least until tomorrow, stay locked on sports today. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team, every day.